I think it was real. I just think it was inauthentic. Bro, if it were the was... Grammys, I'd say it's real. But it's like this literally is what Will Smith does for a living. I just I didn't believe that it was the proper reaction or the reaction that he would have done. I feel like it was a. But also, like, if you are Chris Rock, who's a not particularly large person, and you just went to town on Will Smith's wife, and and, and let's be clear, verbally, let's be clear about <laughs> no, it's okay to do that because they're in an open relationship. But but let's be clear about Chris Rock's joke. It was savage as it wasn't. It was one of his worst jokes he's ever told. It was mean. I, I thought it joint was. Do you was, think he met, he knew what was going on? I would. Yeah, I, I that's think, what, that's what I was gonna say. Chris Rock just completely destroyed his wife. Will Smith has to get up out of his chair. He didn't have to do that. Walk forty feet. He didn't have to do that. I know, but Chris Rock's just sitting there, and it's like Will Smith's walking towards me. If it was serious, I, you could tell if he was like about to hit me. And I'd be like, whoa, 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 chill, 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 something like that. Not, he was literally like this. And it was like, bam! He didn't think anything was going to happen, but what I'm saying is... You'd still be like, whoa, hey, hey, hey. It was a bad joke. Like, it wasn't even like... It it wasn't even like clever. It was just like, oh. Because like, even Chris Rock, he was like... It was a G.I. Jane joke. Like, it's not even like a... That was a throwaway (laughs) joke that like... Honestly, wouldn't get like a lot of laughs. It was like contextually kind of got some laughs. But... Which is kind of funny. My whole... I, I was just like, oh, that's... Yeah, I didn't even watch. Swing and a miss for me, swing and a miss. Uh, Chris Rock is funnier than that. Um, uh, I'll give you that. Like way funnier than that. Yeah, Chris Rock has told bad jokes that are better than that. Um, yeah, that's so true. for Will Smith, Will Smith the only the main problem I have is I'm like he put his hands on him. Like Will Smith is a big enough person in Hollywood to where he doesn't have to slap his problems away. He could have walked up to there, whispered something. He could have whispered exactly what he yelled from the audience. He could have walked up there, whispered in Chris Rock's ear, hey, keep my wife's name out your effing mouth, and sat back down. We wouldn't have had to hear it, and that joint would have been that joint would have been colder than slapping him. That's what I'm saying. Because he would have been like, fake, bro, huh? it's fake. So the slap was, I mean, I watched the video. I watched the joint in slow motion, fast motion, everything. I watched it, but slapped, too. He slapped Chris Rock. I think it was staged. He slapped him in his face. But... And I think, and the other reason because you see why, afterward, they were like dapping up and laughing. They were like, ah. The other like, reason I think up. is real is because Will Smith's speech was terrible. It was really bad because like, he was trying to. He was thinking about, dang, bro, I messed up. This I messed up. This should have been about something else. And I slapped Chris mm-hmm. Rock, and no one's gonna talk about this win. No one's gonna talk about anything else that happened tonight. I don't even know what else happened that night. I watched thirty minutes of it, and I walked out. I left when he slapped Chris <laughs> Rock, and I was like, hmm. I literally didn't even know it was happening. I didn't either, but I was out, and they were like, oh, "Which that's but that's what I'm saying. It's like their their ratings are so freaking bad. They needed to get some buzz going, and literally, it's in a room. It's a room full of actors. Which that's is true. my thing. It's like which is true, and it's, like I said, the thing that I feel about it, Will Smith actually slapped Chris Rock. Yes, Will Smith. Oh uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying it was okay. Staged, not fake. But I won't. I won't say it was staged. I think it was. Chris Rock did some improv that Will Smith wasn't privy to. 
Will Smith. This whole point. Because Will Smith reacted to the joke with a laugh first. Yeah, and then she and saw then, Jada. And then Jada, not but Jada was like, "Oh no!" Like head down, kind of awkward looking. And then I think Will looked at Jada, and then from there it was like, "I have to do something." And what he did was, I think he at that point when he got up there, I think he just was like. I got to do something. Now what? <laughs> I got to do something. He just started walking. So it was just like, like, I'm just going to slap him. But I'm like, that's not, I don't think that's who Will Smith is. So that's what I'm saying. I think it's, so I think it has it's, to be staged. I think it's inauthentic. I think it's a real reaction. I think his anger was real. Really? I think, I think the slap though, because Will Smith been the punchline of a bunch of jokes for three years. That's what I'm saying. Like, ever, and he got like. It just, I think. It doesn't matter. I think it, I think it just reached a, reached too high of a point. I don't think I think hey, he I think won best actor. I think that was before he won though. I know, but but still, so in that moment, know. if Jada doesn't react the way that she reacts, nothing happens. I think I can agree. It just looked too perfect. I think it's staged. And again, if it were the Grammys and Wayne came up and slapped Drake or something, I'd still it's be like, like, "What was that about?" That's like, real. Wayne, you ain't slapping nobody. Wayne, but meaning slap meaning. These guys aren't actors for a living. Even still, it's it's very easy to act. You can go, you can, anybody can act. I know, but like that it happened in the Oscars, it's like I just which I is more fake. reason why I think I think it's fake. Why I think it's not a stage, fake. stage. because it's stage. the other the only the only thing that feels the the most fake about it. Where was security? That's what I'm exactly. That's and what, why did Chris Rock not? Move well, Chris Rock didn't all. think he was gonna get hit. You still be like, hey, 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 wait, come, wait. no, Chris Rock did because he, because no Chris Rock way, like dude. he leaned, he he was like, that's what oh, I'm he saying. was like, oh, you're like, he's like, oh man, he's like smiling like this part of the game. He did not know he was gonna get hit because, and then like his reaction to Will Smith, he was like, there's like four, it was a GI Jane joke. Will Smith, keep my wife's name out your yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, okay, he's like, I'm okay. going to come, yeah. and then he just kind of had to like recompose himself and then. Get to the award, but now nah, Chris Rock got hit and didn't know he was gonna get hit. I don't know. I Chris don't, Rock I had no idea that. he was getting slapped in the face. I don't think so. Honestly, I don't uh, know why. I'm const- I've got I got my uh, tinfoil yeah, hat yeah, on. Tinfoil, yeah, yeah. tinfoil hat. No, that's conspiracy. It gets buzz. This is the first time I've ever talked about the Oscars to anyone about anything about the Oscars, so it's working. Yeah. It is. I won't be watching it next year. I oh, don't God, really I know. Like I, I, I didn't watch it this year. I just feel like the movies are getting more and more out there. Not like popular movies. Mm. I guess. I don't it's know. always like true. that. Yeah, they're, they're showing off. When it's when, like when you there's like even like a time of year when people make like Oscar bait movies. Right. Oh yeah. So you can tell like, like oh they're going they're swinging for one year. Yeah. Uh, let's put Meryl Streep and Al Pacino in yep. the movie. It's gonna be boring. No one's gonna see it. The Blue Bloods. Yeah. We'll release it in 13 theaters across <laughs> yeah. South, the Southern New Mexico. They'll release it Christmas Day. Yeah. And yeah. it's like oh man yeah this and this movie's gonna be nominated for Best Picture. Arts and artsy fartsy and. But then like the movie that everybody it. saw like Jeez. the fact of the matter that like Endgame made. Like 1.5 billion dollars, yeah. and then get nominated for an Oscar. I was like, yeah. that's ridiculous. It's like it was the movie that everyone saw, so it has to be. In the, the Oscars is picture. fake. All of it's fake at this point. So. The, because when the best movie doesn't win, and the best movie is like, okay, it's all so different. 
Because there you got money movies and you got artsy movies and you got like a million different types of movies. I mean, truly, you look at it, I mean, I even look at some people's wins. It's like Leonardo DiCaprio won for one best actor for what he did in The Revenant. Yeah, The Revenant. Yep. He didn't do much in that movie. He did a lot of preparation. Destroyed by a bear. A CGI bear. (laughs) Got destroyed by a bear. Yeah, but acting is hard when it's just you, though. Here's what I'm saying. This is what I would say. He was better in Django. He was better in Wolf of Wall Street. Ah, he was okay in Wolf of Wall Street. I think he killed it. It was it was kind of overacting for me. I was like, Django, how many times have we come yeah, away Django, from he tore it up. Leonardo DiCaprio was like, I hate this dude. Mm-hmm. And when, like, he, when he cut his hand he and then like smeared it on Straight improv. Yeah. Woo! I was like, everything that yeah. happened in Django was like, oh, Leo, you was in your acting bag on this. Because yeah. this is not who you are. And you really had to become something else. And it's very anti most of the roles that he played. I'll give that. That's 100% fair. So I feel like, like, I feel like a lot of times with best actor, to pick like the best actor... Who had the best acting performance of the year? That's too. That's hard. Yeah, uh, 100%. I'm like, but for Leo to win that, I feel like that was like a consolation win. Like we should have gave this two years ago. It's so a body of work thing. Yeah, I agree. I was 100%. like, The Revenant is not the movie where I'm, I'm like Shutter Island. I'm like he tore up Shutter Island. Uh, I mean, Wolf of Wall Street was uh, to me. He acted better than that, but I, I wouldn't. That wouldn't be his award for me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Titanic should have like, gotten one. It's like the a, a sympathy vote. Yeah, like, exactly. Uh, down year when there's like MVP voting, and yeah. it's like uh, Tom right. Brady should have won it, or LeBron, right, exactly. LeBron should have won it, yeah. or whatever. It's like a, a body of work yeah. thing, and it's like eh, okay, well. It's got well, uh, with that said, welcome that to the Jam Podcast. So much Oscars talk. I've never talked that much about the Oscars. I was talking about the Oscars on first take, what, or not first take wow. with Skip and Shannon. They had a oh, segment yeah. on that. I saw it on yeah. YouTube. I was uh, like, what, what are they? It's yeah. a little sports day, huh? You guys talk about the Oscars on this yeah, sports wow. talk show. Yeah, there you go. And so are we. You're right. You're right. <laughs> we are. I just wanted your take because I literally didn't hear anything about it. And I was driving to work, put on a podcast, and it was the first thing on the podcast, yeah. on a sports podcast. Yeah. I was like, Pardon what? my take, which is literally the largest sports podcast on planet yeah. Earth, mm-hmm. like stopped in the middle of their recording and had like an emergency middle part to talk about it. They were like at their house. I mean, I'll be talking. honest. I'm like, why? I was watching it and I was like, what just happened? Because of how it happened live yeah. in America. Yeah. You see like Chris Rock does his thing, tells a joke. Boom. Camera cuts the wheel to Jada first, then Will. Will's laughing. Jada's like, uh, not like, and then it cuts back to Chris Rock and he's about to start like the next thing. And then next thing you know, Will Smith is walking up there. You hear, boom, feed freezes. Yeah. Like the screen, the feed just stops. Audio cuts. <clears throat> when the feed comes back in, you can see Will Smith <clears throat> mouthing something to Chris Rock. And then finally, like, it comes back in. But. Weird. Yeah. That Very was like, strange. Interesting. Man. Well, um, other things that are interesting is that Carolina and Duke will play each other in the first time ever in the NCAA tournament. I'm stressed. How does that happen? How have they never played in the NCAA tournament? And how is the one time it's in the freaking Final Four and Coach K's not? It's like staged. (laughs) Only thing that could be better is if it was in the championship. Uh, Listen, 
What would I happen almost, if Carolina I almost Duke like it. Champions? I almost say, like it better in the Final Four. The yeah, state of North way. Carolina can barely handle them play for ACC championship. Yeah. Oh, I know. For a spot in the national championship. Ooh. Should we go to Franklin last year? So I'm Should actually Franklin Street. I'm going to Durham to watch it with my brother. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. When is it? Just yesterday. Saturday. Saturday at like eight or nine or something like that. Um, sure. I, I'm, I'm not going to you. If Carolina wins, I know. Franklin Street is going to get torn down. It, oh my gosh, it won't exist. Because oh. let's ta- let's talk about it. Let's let's okay. So let's first of all let's address the elephant in the room. Yeah. St. Peter's man, what a run! Great run. What a run, man! 15 seed got to the Elite Eight and they got ran out the gym by Carolina. Yo, like um, oh, with yeah. a yeah, like a very run out. Of the but gym. here's the thing. Because they're like the, they said that St. Peter's is arguably the best Cinderella story ever. Here's what I'll say: Carolina's a better Cinderella story than they are this year. Wow. <laughs> here's the here's the thing: we lost four people from last year to this year yeah. due to transfers and injuries. Yeah. We have a seven man rotation, and we have five scholarship players with a first year coach. Coming, inheriting a team that already wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we have since come into the NCAA tournament, won by 30 in the first round, was up 25 on Baylor, led them back in the game, and then ended up winning that. Then first game we really had to play hard against was UCLA and then ran out another ran another team out the gym in the Elite Eight. Yeah, they the two teams that weren't like the really good teams, they mm-hmm. beat them by combined 52 points. Yeah. It's like we smoked it's a her route. Yeah. Not every, I mean, almost no one else in the tournament had mm-hmm. double digit wins, let alone by like 30 and 20. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, we have performed better to me. To me, we are playing the best basketball in the tournament. Um, and yeah. we are an eight seed, which you don't frankly, think, you don't is too think low. Villanova's playing the best basketball mm-hmm. in the tournament? I'm going to be honest with you. I hadn't watched a single game. Fair enough. I hadn't watched a single Villanova game. They're nasty. I don't like them. I don't yeah. like them. I don't trust them. Oh, that's fair. I don't trust none of them former uh, Big East teams. Chris. Yeah, Jenkins. I feel that. But uh, yeah, I'm like battle of the blue blood, blue bloods. But too. yeah, it's I mean the it's blue bloods. Everybody blue, blue who's blood. playing blue bloods. Also, all four teams like are blue. Yes, I which just is, noticed that. Which is kind of like a normal thing. In What's the best basketball. green uh, Baylor team? Probably. Like Ever? historical program. Like this, that's why they, that's why they call it blue bloods. Oh, I thought it was like a play on like blue chips, like the tried and true. Uh. Holy uh, crap. It is actually their blue. Yeah, Kansas, yeah. Carolina, Duke, Kentucky, 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 UCLA, UCLA, Arizona, maybe. All these guys. That's wild. Blue. I never They're know. All... Villanova, technically, no. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But there's not really none of those. There's not really a, a green. I mean, like Alabama and Michigan State. Uh, Michigan State. Michigan, Michigan, yeah. In terms of like, like legendary. I mean, Baylor recently. But... Baylor just got it. Uh, Anybody else green? I'm trying to think of who that weird colors. I don't think you're. We have to be overthinking. Because I'm like Oregon's green, but like eh, Oregon ain't never won nothing. Um, Green bloods. Green bloods. Yeah. Charlotte would Charlotte be in the green bloods? We would if we. I guess by default. Yeah. Marshall. Marshall. Tulane. Tulane. Ooh, gosh. North Texas. The mean. They're the mean green. UAB. Um, South Florida. That's true. Get, no. 
all these random schools, you know, it's not That's like true. there's no Why SEC is green school. not a move? SEC, Big Ten's got Baylor, Big 12's got Michigan Big State. Big 12's Baylor. Yeah, Sorry, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pac-12's got Oregon, so those all have one. SEC doesn't have anybody. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, then there's just the... Oh, ACC? ACC is... No way. Miami is... Miami, I guess, is... Gr- I guess, but... Oh, they're, they're equally green and orange, so I guess. Yeah, I just think it's weird. That is wild. So blue and like red are like do- too dominant. Yeah. Like, that's wild. That's it. That's and it. then a lot of them are blue and red together. <laughs> yep. <laughs> True. Or literally blue and red mixed into a color. Yeah. yeah. That purple? Like a that? purple maroon kind of thing. True. Getting into our RGBs. Ooh, I'm yeah. a big RGB guy. We've got a color wheel, man. Your complimentary colors. Yeah. Yeah. I just know red and green. Is there green, are green, there color orange. combos that are not complimentary that you can think of? Brown and anything. <laughs> brown what? and tan. Wait, you don't like the browns brown and orange? Yeah. yeah. Yuck. Complimentary is a strong It word. makes it, if it didn't have like the black and white to balance it out a little bit, but just like straight brown and white, brown and orange. Yeah. That is disgusting. The, the orange is like, why? Why? Yeah. yeah. Why? What are the, what are the so worst gross. colors? Um, I'm trying to think of like sports. I don't really like, like the Wizards. Think. I know they're blue, red, and white. I didn't like the old school. Yeah, the old school Wizards especially. The movie. blue and gold and black one? Yeah. Those with the Michael Jordan Wizards? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like those. 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 I never cared for the Bobcats like. Oh, oh God. So Whatever bad. that. The like blue, weird dark blue and like things. Orange, weird, the, yellow, yeah. orange, gray God, color. Yeah, I did not so like that bad. color. I hated that. That's a good it looked one, weird on TV. Good it call. looked weird in real life. Good call. Um, yeah. That was yeah. a good one. Anyway, so how you, so Carolina Duke. Yeah. Carolina's playing good ball. Duke's playing good ball, too. Duke's playing, Duke's okay. playing, Duke playing okay. All right. They can't shoot. Yeah. They are not good at shooting need the three. To. They're... They're going to have to against us because we can shoot it. I think Duke is the most talented like group of players in the yeah. tournament. Palo, Probably. top three pick-ish. Palo's that seven-footer. Tank, yeah. Mm-hmm. RJ Griffin, I think, is another yeah. big guy. But yeah, they're I, I don't think they're mentally tough. Yeah. I, I think I, – I literally think if Coach K could go back and start the season over with hindsight being what it was, he wouldn't announce his retirement. Because I think the team, they play so tight because, like, everything is Coach K's last this, Coach K. Yeah. The team is not equipped to handle that. They're well, I love tough. that, like, he keeps saying over and over that it's not about him. It's about the players. And it's like, like did no, you see the one you. thing where it's like, that's why he was saying talking about it, like, when they won to get to the Elite Eight, I think is what it was. And he's like, that's why we only put up banners for national championships. And it literally zoomed into Coach Mike Krzyzewski winning as coach of all time. And I'm like... Ouch. Yeah, I know. It's just like, he's like, oh, it's not about me. And then he announces 10 months before he retires that he's going to retire. It's let like, me let me keep it 100 with you, though. If the Duke Blue Devils lose to the Carolina Tar Heels God. on Saturday oh, I want in the so final bad. four. I want it so bad. And then Carolina goes on to win a national championship on the following Monday. 
Coach K then has to come back for another yeah, season. Yeah, that's true. Because this would have been, or and or, this is the worst Duke team that's ever been on the floor. <laughs> because I'm like, you literally didn't do anything right this year. One, you weren't, a, you didn't get a one seed. You didn't win the ACC tournament. You didn't beat Carolina at home. You didn't beat Carolina in the Final Four. And it was Coach K's last game. So, Coach, Coach K's last regular season ACC game, loss. Coach, Coach K's last ACC tournament game, loss. Coach K's last uh, NCAA just, tournament, make me loss so happy. to Carolina. Yeah. yeah, twice. And then Carolina goes on and wins a ring with a first-year coach. Yeah, For, I'm trying to tell you, Carolina is the Cinderella story that we're not talking about. I, I, I don't hate this narrative. First-year coach, five scholarship players, seven-man rotation, team that already wasn't incredible. I'm like, nah, man. Nah, we're the story. Nobody's talking about us. Everybody want to be is a beast down low. I didn't even believe in us. Yeah. The guard plays was really shocking to me with Carolina. I, this Caleb Love The Love guy, Machine, mm-hmm. dude. RJ, whatever that guy. Mm-hmm. He's a psycho, uh, yeah, I feel like I honestly haven't heard his takes very much, but this is kind of impromptu. We have a quick call with our uh, resident Carolina and college basketball aficionado. Ah, man. Savant. The, the doctor himself? Yeah. The good the doctor. The good doctor. Yeah, yes. The good doctor. <laughs> the good physician. Uh, how does this work? I don't know. Usually the little phone button. I could have called him on my computer, actually. No, actually, I don't know if it would. Would that yeah. even get in there to the... I don't know if it would record, yeah. That would be crazy. That'd be sick. That's Abby how does we it. do. Abby does it for podcasts, I'll ask her. That's what she does? She's ahead of us. Yes. Oh, my God. There's a lot more money behind it. Um, this is going well. And then it's Nova versus Kansas, which I feel like Kansas was kind of... Uh, yeah. The worst one seed, maybe? I don't know. I'm just surprised. I always will. Anytime comes out as a one seed, they're the worst one. Yeah, <laughs> I stand that's by fair. that. I Dude. stand by that. Gonzaga is the worst one seed. Never give them one seed. They should be like a four seed all the time. Who are we going to hate now when Coach K leaves, though? Still Duke. I think we should hate Gonzaga. I already do. I mean, I hate Duke, but like, I need, a, in terms of a foe, I think I might start hating Gonzaga. So I hate Gonzaga. What, whatever his name's, the coach's name. Is. I don't even care the coach's name. I hate Mark Gonzaga Few? and everything. Few, yeah. I hate everything that Garbage. they stand for is Gonzaga. I hate it every year. We have to hear this. Oh man, Gonzaga! They're like thirty-two and one. Yep. Oh man, they're playing good basketball. They no, literally not. play JV teams Thank all year. You. And as soon as they get some real competition Southwest in the tournament, yeah. they, they get Saint ran Hayes out the gym. Their big rival. Yeah, I'm like, ain't nobody trying to hear that, man. Like, work. Come to the ACC. I guarantee you, you, you'll be a twelve loss team. Yep. All also, they have soft. zero top one hundred recruits coming in this year. Who? Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Good. So this they didn't, deserve the one, they didn't deserve the one they got last year. I bet they was Chet. Oh, they got yeah. two. Chet's gone. Chet's gone. He's soft too. He's gonna be trash in the NBA. I'm gonna, <laughs> give, him like I'm gonna give him two good years. I'm gonna give him two good years. He needs to eat the heck out of some cheeseburgers. He gonna be like he gonna Chet. be Chris Dapp Porzingis. Oh. He gonna cap out year three Poor and then Chet. that's it. I kind of like Drew Timmy a little bit. God no, dude. Drew he Timmy makes a, me so he was mad. A hustle, dude. Man. Like he worked hard. What I, I, what I don't understand is he looks like he shouldn't be able to score. Exactly. Like he kept scoring. He yeah, kept but they'll be like down twenty, and he'll just like make a layup, and be like, mm. yeah, yeah. Like three. I hate him. I hate He's him. not. I mean, remember that like Iowa Luke Garza guy. Yes. Yeah, like Luca Garza. Um, and I, like he like can't stand, he can't be on NBA court. 
Yeah. Oh God. Was so different. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of the classic college killers, but useless on in the NBA. It's just he's good. He's good in the system. Yep. But the NBA, you got to be a good individual. You have to be good. Right. (laughs) Borderline incredible. Mm -hmm. Here's my other take. So, this actually is off of college basketball. The NBA has to really figure out what they're doing when people are, like, not in the NBA. And what I mean by this is I went to the Hornets game on Friday against the Utah Jazz. And I watched Isaiah Thomas. All five foot eight is what he's listed at. Mm -hmm. I watched Isaiah Thomas just come in off the bench and just score at will. He doesn't look like he belongs on an NBA court, (laughs) especially live. Like, on TV, it's like, oh, man, he's short. It's even weirder. In real life, it's like he... He's, like, difficult to see. He (laughs) was guarding Mike Connolly, who is my height. Yeah. Mike Connolly looked like his dad. And Isaiah Thomas looked like a little boy that was trying to play basketball against his dad. Rudy Gobert tried to block Isaiah Thomas' shot. (laughs) <laughs> and Rudy Gobert is a long 7'2". Yeah. Do you think Rudy Gobert is twice the height of Isaiah? Not quite. Yes. <laughs> Not quite. With but both of their, with yeah. both with their hands, hands up. Standing, uh, with, standing with, up yes. with his hands up, he's going to be pretty close. <laughs> yeah. And I'm watching Isaiah Thomas throw floaters and like finesse shots off the backboard. And here's what I'm, this is why I'm getting at this. Isaiah Thomas was out the league for like a year and a half. Yeah. And here's the thing. He would bust most of the guards in a one a game of 101 as an individual talent Isaiah Thomas is better than quite a few guards in the NBA way more I would say way more than half yeah oh you say way more than he's half. he's That's better than he's better than half of the guards wow. in the NBA and he wasn't in the league we're talking about a dude who not only had like led a team to the Eastern Conference Finals with the Celtics who not only has multiple all-star appearances and who also has multiple, like, 30 and 40 and 50-point games. Not like flute games, like, we can't stop this dude. So, like, the fact that, like, Nate Robinson is just out the NBA. Like, Nate Robinson will give anybody yeah, in the NBA buckets. Is he small? Asleep. Is he small? Yes. Can he be guarded? No. Yeah. No. No. And so, like, the NBA, when people aren't in the league, like Jamal Crawford, for example. Yeah. He could come off the bench right now. Yeah. And he just announced his retirement. Brian mm-hmm. Scalabrini. Brian Scalabrini. There's Scal. The Red Mamba. Yeah. What a guy. All time. Glenn Davis. Big baby. Glenn Davis. Bro, did you see he popped on ESPN recently? <laughs> Bro, oh my God. He, so he, He's huge. <laughs> it was huge. so funny. He's, guy. Was, He's massive. He was sitting sideline. And you know how, like, right when they roll in from a commercial, they, like, zoom in on some people? Mm-hmm. So they zoomed in on Big Baby. And then, you know, then the little the thing he came up, he was sitting in someone else's seat, courtside. So literally, right when he zoomed in, he's like, oh, I'm sorry about that, sir. And, like, walked out and, like, went back to sit in a further back row. That's fantastic. While they zoomed in on Big Baby. That's fantastic. It was so awkward. I'm like, oh, Big Baby. And that's the first time I'd seen him in, like, three years. And he was just, like, mooching on somebody's courtside seat. I gave you your money. <laughs> I also love Richard Jefferson as a uh, analyst, yeah, uh, he is hilarious. I'm with you, and um, he is everything that Jalen Rose is not. 
Oh, sorry, Jalen. No, oh, still, Jalen Rose. Although he's not my Jalen Rose is no longer my least favorite. Okay. Yeah, it's Kendrick Perkins. He should Dude, not be allowed to talk. He back. talks so slow. He talks so slow <laughs> and makes these like, what's his one? Carry the hell on. Yeah. That point. So it's always something stupid. It's thing. always something simple. LeBron James has scored thirty points in a lot of basketball games. Yeah. He's really good at playing. Carry the hell on. Yeah, that's a dumb slogan. That's not a take. He, he's trying to hit like it that. so hard. Carry the hell on. That's like, not dude, a take. You're not going to make this a thing to say. If you're going to say this carry is not the a hell come on, on, man. Carry the hell on means you made a profound take that no one else was thinking about. And you yeah. have now blown my mind. And that's right. like a mic drop walk off. He has not mic drop walked off one time. No. And I want him to come on this podcast and I just want him to say some kind of hot take. And I'm going to be like, super slowly. Shut up. Ooh, I like it. I just want to tell him to shut up. You tell and him I, to carry the hell and on. And I'm like, you carry the hell on out this house. <laughs> because your takes are cold. Man. Your takes are as cold as your game from all aspects of it. You weren't a good okay. defender. You weren't a good offensive player. You weren't a good rebounder. You weren't not really a good talker. You're not a good talker. You weren't a good passer. Couldn't dribble. I actually don't know why he was in the league. I'm weird be dresser. Because he had Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, Serge Ibaka. Like, well, that right? was that was after, because he was in Boston first. Okay. So he was it was Rondo oh, and KG right, 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 and right, Paul right. Pierce. So he by the time he got to all them, like he became a journeyman immediately because he wasn't good. Hmm. As soon as Blake Griffin dunked on everybody, was like, oh, he actually doesn't play that good of defense. Yeah. It was like, oh, okay, yeah, it's it's. ISO season on Kendrick Perkins. Yeah. I'm like, nah, Kendrick, for, for what he contributed, he was a big body and he was an intimidating face. But I'm like, nah, man. He did have a mean face. His, his takes were. Face. It's like it, twice the size now. I, I, I'm like, I don't hear. He doesn't get like the same reverence from other people. Like, oh, man, you know, oh, when yeah. I had to come play against Kendrick Perkins, man, I knew I had to get my mind right. Like they was like, for man, sure. I just knew Kendrick Perkins was gonna be mean and probably try to beat me up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be a jerk. But he was slow, so I knew I could get around him. So I was yeah. still gonna get forty. Can't talk fast enough. I just didn't want to get a didn't want to get an elbow to the back of the head or something. Like, nah, hmm. well, nobody worried about Kendrick Perkins. So I hope he hears this podcast. I hope he comes on first take and lists me out his resume. I'm an NBA. Outside, oh, I'm talking too fast. I'm an <laughs> NBA champion and multiple All Defense. And you never even made it to college basketball. So Carry the hell who, on. who the better athlete, me or you? Carry the hell on. <laughs> I made your point for you. So now it's your move, Kendrick. It's your move, Kendrick. Say anything else. Say anything else. Because I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. He's first team all weird voice for the body. Yes. Randy yeah. Moss is up there. Randy all right, Moss quick, quick draft. Right Quick draft, yeah, quick draft. Weird voice for body. Um, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Mike Tyson goes super one. weird. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson goes one. Oh, Mike Tyson Patrick one one. Uh, yeah, one one. Sure. Michael Very Strahan. Good. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Ricky Williams. Yeah. Who Ricky yeah. Williams? Yeah, that was does weird. not match. He's got like a. Hey, it's a very soft and like delicate voice, which and once he you played know about so violent. Life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, yeah, Randy Moss is top five for sure. Patrick Mahomes up there. Uh, anybody else? Uh, I'm trying to think of something. Old, old NC State coach Chuck Amato. That's right. High pitch, raspy voice. Uh, it was like it was always going out, but it was very high pitched. Coach O looks like he sounds, so that's not Yeah, right. no, that's Coach true. O. Coach O is like <laughs> number one 
but voice fits the body. Yeah, exactly. We might need to do a draft for that later. Did y'all see that video of uh, Spring Breakers? Of him where he's just like playing, um, doing Oklahoma drills? No. No. Oh, okay. Coach O was just in Cabo. Yeah, and these yeah. Spring Breakers were like giving him a hard time or something. And he like came over to our table. He was like shirtless or something. And he like yelled at them. Yeah. Like, you just ripped into him, yeah. and like the video, I think is just of him walking away from the. And he seems like death. And he's like, yeah, just he's like he looks like he's about to like tear. And, like, it's so funny. Movies. It's like, like why is this drunk? man? That's like, funny. Oh my gosh, come on. I would That's really funny. enjoy hanging out with Coach. Show. Yeah, I got lost on TikTok of people doing Oklahoma. I love spring break. And I was like, Oklahoma. what is wrong with y'all? I love it when girls do it, and then there every once in a while, there's one girl who like goes low and just. Completely plasters the other girl. The thing with the because the other girls are like, ah, and the one goes, Bang. there's no middle ground with the girls. Yeah, either that's what I'm saying. Offensive player, straight Marshawn Lynch's, or right. defensive person, straight Ray Lewis's. It's, it's <laughs> almost never it's anything. Like Burger like, Queen. Which they brought back game. this year. They play this Proud year. Man. Proud of them, man. Way to go. What a game. Uh, any other good sports things? You said there's a lot this weekend. Um, the other, anything else happened of note this weekend? I mean, Tyreek, can we talk about that? Tyreke? Oh, some trade, Man. weird, weird trade stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We texted about that. Yeah, I'm gonna be Pretty honest. Tyreek Hill getting traded was not on my list of things I thought was gonna happen, and especially not for that much. No, I mean, if you could get it, five picks, take it. right? If I get five picks, I'd take it. Five picks. That's so it's much. insane. That's so You nice. had the take, though. I think you're oh, 100% yeah, yeah. right. Basically, my take in our pre-show prep was the owner of the Dolphins mm-hmm. is worried that he's about to get picks taken away from him. Mm-hmm. So he's just going to trade For them the For the Flores away. thing, yeah. Yeah, with the Flores thing. So just literally throwing basketball games. Which is a pretty good I idea. Mean, I mean, it's fair, but what if the NFL is like, oh, cool, you, you gave those picks away. Also, we're going to take these other picks, though. Yeah. So you're not going to have a pick for 10 years. <laughs> so you should have taken it up front That's rather true. than set your team back. Yeah. But, um, but uh, yeah, Dolphins' fastest skill positions in the league. Not even close. I'm, I'm intrigued by what that can be. I, I don't understand the, the people's skepticism with Tua. Like, I get it, like, arm strength-wise. But, like, people talking about Tua like he was trash. Yeah. Like, Tua was no, playing really well. Like, yeah. wasn't turning the ball over, was keeping him in ball. Really, games. he was playing very like, efficient football. Yeah, like, uh, fine. Middle. Yeah, he, like, he um, wasn't, you know, he wasn't out here making yeah. 80 yard bombs, yeah. which is serviceable. His, which is in his game. Yeah. But, I, well, I felt like he was a step above serviceable. Was he? I felt like he, because he would make plays that needed to be made. Would you rather have last season's Tua or Jalen Hurts? Give me last season to it. Um, Give me last Jaylen. season to it. Jalen, the they all made the playoffs, right? Barely. Barely. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Which the hard thing is the AFC is stacked. Yeah, I'm like you got Allen, Mahomes, mm-hmm. Herbert. He had to get past <laughs> Buffalo and New England to even make the playoffs. Yeah. So I mean they're they're yeah, fighting for wild card spot regardless. Yeah. So and it's, yeah. they're going to be at the bottom of that yeah. list with Russell Wilson now and there. Oh my gosh, AFC is Carr. I mean like. Oh yeah. Deshaun Watson, well, he's, still, he's in the AFC, he's still in AFC, but that I whole mean, that, that, matter of fact, that AFC North, that they is, might have to win the division. Five hundred, oh, yeah. Which the Bills? So like, I mean, Josh right. Allen is gonna have to like. It's not gonna happen, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Or that will be the one division that has three playoff teams. So I wonder if the move also is like, let's get all our team pretty stacked up so that a quarterback wants to come here. A plug and play, yeah. Like uh, I can see that too. I don't know. Aaron Rodgers next year. Right. Aaron Rodgers irritates me. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers did all that to re-sign with Green Bay. While understanding that Amari, allegedly understanding, understanding that Devontae's leaving. Yeah, I'm like, it's just like that's the dumbest thing. You weird. you put us through, you put me through as a fan, like, mm-hmm. oh man, okay, so we about to deal with life without Aaron Rodgers. Give me them cookies. Wow, at the end of the game. What did they just keep playing when we went to commercial? No, this is the re- that's recap game. of yeah, 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 that's another game. That's another game. Okay, I was about <clears> to say what. Um. Yeah, I, I, I believe. Like I, I believe in Tua. Like Tua was a great college quarterback. Well, and I think too, this serves both things. Now it's like Tua doesn't have an excuse anymore. Arguing that he really needed it, but now it's like he's got a really good team. And if it doesn't work out, then the team's got some sex appeal for an old head to come in for a two-year deal. Yeah. And then maybe you sneak, uh, I don't know, Bryce Young when he comes out or CJ Stroud. Yeah, like some new kid. Big time. This week. There he is. What's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Jam Podcast, uh, Trent Gabriel. Yo, yo. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yes. I think that was Justin, but I, I man. You already know. It's funny. The reason I couldn't answer the call first uh, time or two was literally planning for this so oh, this is like christmas show prep. And also like i feel like i'm about to have like my first child when this happens but also like christmas so it's a very weird mix of feelings mm. are, you about, are you talking about the final four or uh yeah okay. yeah like the fact that we're playing you know who in this game yeah. uh the team that must not be named those, right. those bumps down the street darth vader and voldemort and you know, Satan, all the above. They're literally the devils. Yeah. That's true. And but, all brave. right. So I'm, I'm curious to y'all's thoughts. I want to hear where you stand first on the whole thing in general. Well, Justin's big uh, argument today has been that Carolina is the Cinderella story that no one's talking about. All right. All right. I like that perspective. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure you're a fan of that. As of I, eight, you know, it's just. Aaron you really saying? wants to see Duke lose. I, I mean, of course. I just, I'm. I'm the only reason I'm a nanomillimeter conflicted is because I'm not gonna have a true foe. Cause like every sports team, every sports fan needs a hero and an antihero. And now I don't. It's very true. I don't know who I'm gonna hate. I'm thinking it's gonna be Mark Few, which I'm pretty confident in. But yeah, I'm just sad, dude. It's like, but I'm. I never thought I never thought we'd see one. I, I like I'm so freaking excited. <laughs> I would love to see Coach K go out on top. <laughs> no, shut up. Let me let me do let me I'm say thinking. this. It's all right. I'm right. Let me say this. <laughs> You're not allowed to talk anymore. If we lose, if we <laughs> lose, if we if the Carolina Tar Heels do in fact go down to Duke, yeah, I will not be like sick. I'm like you know, Coach K, man. Hats off to you. I'm gonna give you your flowers. I will no. be rooting against him in no the flowers. I'm not giving him flowers till he's dead. No, I'll give him his flowers. That's I, when you I, give, I him give him flowers. flowers. 
Because he, I mean, look look at what Coach K did. He know, took a trash man. basket university and continued to recruit trash basket players and somehow managed to win with those trash baskets. I, know. John, like, I don't know how he's doing that. John Shire was a... Uh, trash basket. <laughs> Zion Williamson, trash basket. Oh. Kyrie Irving, also, trash basket. I believe that's... Austin Rivers. Throwing trash it off. Basket. This is throwing off, but I believe it was on one of these episodes where I said Zion was garbage. Oh, wow. I didn't say he was garbage. He's a trash basket. No, I said he's it's garbage. Different. And oh, I said he would not be good in the league. I said he's going to be Greg Oden, Greg Oden plus. But that was wrong, though. Because Zion Williamson was good in the league. Yeah, but no, hurt. he's just it's not happening now. Now he's fat. He's you watch his, fat you watch his, uh, you watch his videos? Yeah, everybody yeah, he's can not make fat. videos, dude. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's very much not fat. Nah, we'll My see. My man flying through the air like a like an athletic flamingo. No, that was a, that <laughs> was a, that was a trampoline park. Trent, Trent, what's your what's your breakdown? How are you feeling going into uh, Saturday, the matchup? So, I heard a really interesting piece today from Greeny, from Mike Greenberg. Yeah, who Greeny. I usually pretty neutral about, like I don't really like, you know, I, I thought it was their heyday was, you know, 10 years ago with him and Gallic obviously had some really good back and forth, but... Mm. He mentioned something that like this is like I thought it was a little dramatic, but I, I get his point. Where he was, he basically said that this is really bad for the rivalry because for 50 years it's literally you know there's been Carolinas had down years, Duke's had down years. There's years where UNC was number one, years where Duke was number one. Hmm. A lot of times they were both top five. You know, it's like and it's it's truly it's like all it's like those stats they show whenever they are about to tip off like in the regular season like the last 50 meetings that are like 25 to 24 or something like that you know it's like it's truly almost down the middle which is pretty insane for two two programs that are that close to the vicinity that are that similar in some ways and vastly different in others you know what i mean it's like i mean i'm sure between the four of us we probably know you know a ton of like unc alums in the area or in general right mm-hmm. i can tell you two people i know personally that went to duke like I, it's crazy how that's well, actually cultures a great are vastly point. different. But also because like, Duke's such a small school too. Right. Exactly. It's very small. It's incredibly expensive. It is a true like you know, Southern Ivy, like I, I get it. You know, I'm not gonna take those accolades away. But in terms of just the basketball that's gonna be played, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm still forming my very final thoughts on it, but I think that it we were kind of playing with house money. Like, as weird as that sounds, that, you know, our season would end the Final Four, like, obviously that'd be incredibly sad, like, but here's, here's the thing, you know, all the nar- all the narratives have, you know, written themselves of, like, we were the quote-unquote bubble team, like, eight weeks ago, yeah. and now we're in the Final Four, so it's like, we were never supposed to be here, you know, like, we turned it on at the absolute right time, this team has absolutely sucked out every bit of potential that it ever had, yep. the amount yep. of talent on that roster, 100%. and, you know... I'm honestly surprised that Duke has turned it on as well because where they looked against us and against Virginia Tech in the ACC tournament, mm-hmm. I didn't see it. You 100%. know, like, yeah. I'm sure the three of y'all watched at least parts, if not highlights, of that Texas Tech game. Yep. Watched the whole game. I mean, game, Texas yeah. Tech played great. Duke great. Was just hitting shots out of this world. Yep. It was really annoying. So it's like, <laughs> obviously, they're, they're more talented. You know, like, there, no one who has any logical basketball mind is going to say otherwise. Mm-hmm. But I just I don't know, man. I part of me really think this is kind of a separate, off-topic thing. But I really think there's a chance Coach K pulls a Tom Brady. Like I've really thought that this season. 
Oh. No way, bro. He. I just, just said, said that. Said that. He just said it. Because, like, like, I, like I said earlier, Trent. If if they lose to us, yeah. What would what would be of this farewell season? Is literally everything went wrong. The I only mean, thing yeah. that happened was they won the regular season ACC title, which is why you don't right. do it. But they lost. Season, but. but they lost to Carolina. They lost to us in Coach K's final home game. Right. They lost. In the ACC championship, which is basically Coach K's tournament. And then they would turn, not get a number one seed. Then they would lose to Chapel Hill in the final four of Coach K's last game ever. And then let us go on to win a championship. So basically Carolina won a championship on Coach K's farewell tour. Big middle finger to the Duke program. Mm. And I'm like, he got to come back. But like he can't like like for his sake he can't retire. There's just like so that. many rich storylines. Like it's like whatever happens, the storyline is just a journalist dream. Yeah. Now if they like if they beat us and go on to lose to like Kansas or Villanova or whoever, That'd be hilarious. I mean it'd also be fantastic. I'm like ah oh, man, still end of your career. On so the they hell. just get blown out. But it's like God, but it's like great. at least like for the narrative, it's like well at least we like didn't lose the series to Carolina. Like he would yeah. have like that one thing, right? But we like we don't want to give nah, him that one thing. Nah, I'm I like you got to run back. Yeah, I agree with Justin because I that's where I thought Greenberg got a little bit dramatic. He was just saying this like. You know, for the next 20 years, whoever wins that game has the ultimate trump card in any type of debate with the other team. And just like, I get the point, but I also don't think it's quite that dramatic because I think, you know, like, okay, as soon as the next team wins championship, which would probably happen within the next 10 to 15 years, if we're being honest, like whichever team, when they do that, then it's like, all right, you know. It's like when Virginia won after you lose to a 16 seed. Like, it's yep. a very different comparison, but it's a similar, like, logic. Right, right, right. The only thing I'm going to give Greenberg on that take is, unlike all these other fake college basketball and uh, other these fake rivalries, Duke Carolina yeah. is a real rivalry. Oh, absolutely. And if we beat them on like and knock them out at the Final Four, I'm like, that is a... That's a huge win. That's not and like, oh, man, you lost an ACC tournament. <laughs> oh, man, you lost like, oh, we lost in like, oh, we, we played them in like the, the Sweet 16 or something like it, that. It's history. I'm like, yo, I Final mean, Four? We won the Final Four teams. Y'all had one job was to take your legendary coach, the only coach that you've ever had that was worth anything, mm-hmm. to the national championship, and you couldn't beat us? I don't want to hear another word about Duke ever again. I don't want to hear anything I think, about like I that was like it's all it is kind of for me is the ultimate trump card. No, I think you're I think you're right. I think there's going to be varying degrees of how like people are going to respond to this. But the true like homers like all four of us have been in North Carolina for a very long time. Mm-hmm. You know, like I know Aaron lived in Florida for a bit, but like Go you Tigers. guys get it's it's a cultural like it's a huge piece of our culture here. Like oh, it's yeah. massive, and it's like I completely agree with what Justin said because. If the game is close, like if it's actually close, yeah. and let's say UNC wins in a really close one at the end, mm-hmm. Chapel Hill might burn down. Like, might. I mean, like it, this would be bigger than any national championship celebration. Oh, dude, Franklin I mean, Street is going to burn. It'll be, it will be. It'll just be literally dangerous. It would be smolders and ashes for yeah. the national championship. There game. won't would, be Franklin Street. Dude. They'll have to cancel like, class for two weeks. Like, They'll have to we, move we the school. Get absolutely, like, spiked by Kansas. <laughs> You know, assuming we if we, if we win yeah. and assuming they'd win, like if we play Kansas, I think we get actually torched. Trent, are you are you going yeah, to yeah. Chapel Hill for the game? What are you? What, uh... So that, <laughs> that 
that's what's funny. That's what I was talking about with my roommate Jake and some friends on the phone right as y'all called. Yeah. We were thinking about it like all the logistics and just to speak to the culture part of it, one of our buddies looked up hotels in Chapel Hill today. They're pretty much all completely sold out. <laughs> yeah. It, it, wristbands to go to any bar that's desirable or, you know, sports bar, wherever. Dang. Wristbands are going for like $200 a pop. Holy and crap. Guess what? We're all 20, somewhere between like 26 and 30 of, of all these people that we're talking about going. Yep. We're kind of old compared to current students. And yeah, it probably yeah. feel really out of place if you're sitting there for eight hours next to, you know, Mary 19 year olds. Like 20 years yeah. old. Yeah. Right? Hey, man. Like, we got that. They got their laptops up doing their English 101 homework hey, you while got they're that, watching. Yeah. You got that PA, that doctor money now. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, baby. yeah, dude. And then they'll see. They're like, "Hey, you look kind of old." Like, how old he's like, "Yo, how old are you?" They, they, they're they're, they're going to say, "Hey, didn't I see you in an elevator?" Like uh, that. Are that, you? Are your, is your picture in an elevator? Hey, you helped oh, my grandma in the hospital. You had to bring it in, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Let me show the guys. Uh, Luke. It's true, though. Uh, my brother-in-law Luke, Luke he uh, sent me a photo and said, "Why is your buddy Trent in uh, elevators now?" What? What the heck are you wait. talking about? Just wait, you'll see. <laughs> oh no! Dude, it's bad. The moment that Sherry Berry retired really ruined me. Yeah, it, that yeah, hit. <laughs> Josh Dobson. Yeah, that, that stinks. And Trent, this is not the first time you've heard this, right? I'm telling you, I I, guarantee, I I feel like this guy probably lives in Charlotte. I feel like I'm somehow going to end up at like some random cookout in five years, and we're going to meet. It's going to be really weird. We're going to be like, oh, going to look alike. Just, I want to be there. It's like Brittany Griner <laughs> and Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah. Trent. Oh, Trent. Wait, 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 wait. Who no, thought of that? Because that's no, really funny. No, it's, you, no really, one has ever seen Brittany Griner and Kelvin Benjamin in the same room. They're identical. The only, the same human being. The only thing that's different is Kelvin Benjamin is 400 pounds heavier. <laughs> I, I bet you Griner's got better hands to catch a pass, too. Oh, man. First hey, of all. Hey, but, speak, also, but speaking oh, of Griner, Brittany Griner man, where is she? Yeah. She's in a Russian. <laughs> we got to get her. She's in the gulag right now. It's like Britney, um, (laughs) we got to free Britney. Did she also go to Russia for drugs? She plays there off season. She plays there in off season. That's her second job. That's why it's kind of weird. It's like a a Russian basketball player, like a a Russian, what do I want to say? A professional basketball player in Russia is being detained by Russia. Yeah, weird. Which right. is odd. Yeah, it is very strange. Yeah, there's also a lot point. of Russians yeah. being retained by Russia. Yeah, right now it does seem to be a theme. Yeah, Russia is just kind of. Can we just say Russia sucks? Is that Russia's trash? Yeah, that's we, safe. They've stuff. been the villains of the world for a very long time. Yeah, I'm about right? over it. Oh, I've, sure. You know how many video games I've played where like it, I kill Russians? All of them. Yeah, they're <laughs> li- Call of Duty probably wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Russia. No, I mean it's like it's either. Oh well, Germany. Russia, Russians, Nazis, and, and Al Qaeda. Yeah, Al Qaeda. That's every game that's ever come out yeah. that's not yeah. Halo or from something made by yeah. EA Sports. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say just before I forgot about it. Uh, I think Aaron made a really good point about like the villain part of it, because like when I'm sitting here talking to you three, mm-hmm. having a logical, you know, normal conversation with the guys, like, Thank you. Yep. do Thank I you. do I like Coach K? Excuse my language. Hell no. Are you serious? No. no. Right. Like I. I can't stand the guy, but it's like I do respect him because respect he him. has done more for the game than pretty much anybody, right? That's mm-hmm. fire. You gotta yeah. recognize it's that. It's like a good marriage. I think you gotta recognize that. Mm-hmm. Do I like? But him? it's just no. like, yeah. When, 
when you when you elicit like a visceral response from deep inside, like when I was watching that Texas Tech game, yes, and I felt like I was like twelve again, like screaming at the TV, like yes, oh, exactly. Like, like you can't explain that. Like that's that's where this robbery goes. And yeah, it's exactly. Like he he's the figurehead. You know, it's like right. He's he's the game. antithesis. Yeah, he's the he's the antagonist. Yeah, because he's been yes. around longer than John Shire has. Or JJ Reddick was there for many years, but JJ uh, was there for like yeah, twenty JJ years. Was it's gonna be it's sad. Just way too long. I will say, so Trent, answer this. So if yeah. if all hell breaks loose for Duke and right. Coach K, then the argument comes up: Is he gonna do the Tom Brady thing? Does the whole uh, saying he's gonna retire ten months out, so it's a giant like hug fest for ten months? Does that make him not come back? Because it's like, well, literally everybody who's ever touched a basketball has like done a little TV show for me before the game. Can you come back and be like, oh, actually, sorry, I wasn't retiring? You know, it's, it's a really good point. And I, Thank you. I, I think, I don't know, I think it's kind of like, it's more or less intriguing to think about because... I think that's part of what makes him unlikable mm-hmm. is that exactly it's, it's, it's subtle, but he's he's very much he's got some very consistent narcissistic quality. Oh like yeah, that. Trent, can I can I be a hundred with you? Yeah. It if I'm being honest. Yes. Coach K is Duke's program. He can do whatever the hell he wants. That's, so so yeah. if he if he were to retire and like go coach at like I don't know Purdue or something. And I'm like, oh, that was all for nothing. When he comes back and coaches at Duke, I'm like, it's literally called Krzyzewskiville. It's Coach K court. If you take out Coach K's accolades, there's empty trophy cases. I agree, yeah. but, so, but like, even the yeah. whole, yeah. Coach yeah, K gets to Duke. Uh, yeah. If he comes back to Duke, yeah, he could, he, could, he could retire, sit out for 10 years, assuming he's still alive. Because he's yeah. an old dude. But I assuming think, he's still alive, he can come back 10 years later and be like, I would like to coach one more year. I and think, they would be like, yes, sir. He should sign a deal to coach the Maui every year until he's dead. <laughs> just, just the Maui. Yeah. It's like he he he's president of basketball operations of Duke. Oh yeah. He's the From chancellor. Now on, he, he's chancellor. He's there he's the there so like the thing and I, I talk about it. The beautiful yes. thing with Carolina is we have shown yeah. that we can replace a Hall of Fame coach and keep winning. And he went out with style. If Roy came back, it would it'd be like it yeah, okay. whatever. Because he just was gone. But we like, we literally thing about we it. win championships. Yeah. No matter who is our coach. It's true. Duke has not done that. It's true. And this will and next year I'm like Duke fans. I'm like, bro, this is this is like Tom Brady leaving the Patriots type situation. Like, hey man, y'all don't know how good y'all had it until yeah. what you had. Excuse me, what you had was gone. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like. Yeah, John Shire, like, I, I I would assume, like, he's been under Coach K, played for him. I'm sure he's, you know, received some of that knowledge, but he's not Coach K. No, of course not. And I'm like, no, I, I expect Duke to struggle. And that's also yeah. why they get a lot of their recruits. Because of Coach K. Because of Coach K. Because I'll be honest. Me, I grew up a Carolina fan. I did, through too. Through and through. Yeah. And when I was in high school, Roy Williams was a coach of Carolina. Coach K was a coach of Chapel Hill. And let me tell you something. If Coach K would have came and sat in my living room and said, I want you to come play for me, and Roy Williams did not come and sit in my living room and ask me, I don't want to do. Of course. Because it's Coach oh, yeah. K. I don't want oh, to do. Yes. It's not even close. Yeah. I don't want to do. No yeah. he- like no hesitation. I'd have been in there. Yep. Yeah. And, and my it would be my singular goal to destroy Carolina every game. 100%. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, you're, you're speaking the truth. I mean, the, the, the person that first comes to my mind when you say that, like, people will say Zion to some degree. I, I don't think it was that close. The, the biggest recruitment battle that I can remember of, like, our, you know, high school, college, and beyond college days was when we lost to Duke on Brandon Ingram. And it was, mm. like, devastating. Because we, like, they thought they had – they really thought they had him. Yeah. And then I think he made a late transition and went with Duke. Yeah. And it was just, like it – was, it was rough. Because we yeah. were just, like – I mean, he only stayed one year. I think they were pretty average that year, to be honest. Yeah. But it's like, mm. you know, that's still a generational talent in some ways. Obviously, yeah. he's been, you know, at least decent in NBA. But, like, you get what I'm saying. But, yeah, college-wise, yeah. Would you rather have a degree from Chapel Hill or from Duke? In what? In what makes all nah, the difference? this is just a trap question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, this is gotcha journalism, and I'll <laughs> have none of it. Because the question, <laughs> the question then becomes, in what? Right. And is it grad? Is it undergrad? Okay. Would you, would you rather, rather gradu- graduate as a basketball player? Oh, Chapel Hill. Uh, Chapel Hill. Would Chapel you Hill. rather have an undergrad degree in biology? Social studies. Okay. From Duke, okay. Chapel Hill, or Charlotte? So, if I have an undergrad degree, in this biology, is a, can I not go to school? Including student debt or cost. Assuming oh, so. Uh, so FAFSA. So my <laughs> my assumption here. My assumption is that I got a bio degree so I can go to med school. Okay. Pre-med. Sure. Pre-med yeah. track. So, yeah. in that case... Yeah, it's probably Duke. I'm going to take Charlotte. Oh, really? Oh. It's, why would I pay Duke oh, undergrad money for a bio degree? <laughs> yeah, I would, I would take the cheaper... You heard that, you Trent? Are we assuming that you're paying like all of it? Like, you wouldn't get any scholarship money to do, which obviously... I mean, there takes one. There's one horse out of the race immediately. Like, if you're paying it yourself, UNC and Charlotte are pretty comparable in terms of like, you know, in-state tuition. I don't know if there's that much to compare. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're the green. We're part of the green bloods. We uh, John right, dude. Us and uh, (laughs) yep, and Tulane. You guys like this a lot. And Marshall. I looked this up like five minutes ago because I was really curious because I knew it was like just. Just insane. So, all right, Reddick stayed four years at Duke, right? Mm-hmm. His here's his points by, by season: freshman fifteen point zero, which is pretty big off the starter, right? Yeah. Sophomore fifteen point nine, yeah, marginally better. Then he jumps up to twenty one point eight as yeah. a junior. His senior year, he averaged 30. he averaged twenty six point eight. Good lord! Wow. I mean that that that's like that's crazy. That's and he shot 47% from the field as a senior, as a, as a shooter, who shoots long range. Shooting from the parking lot. Not shooting yeah. bunnies at the rim. Yeah, pre-Steph Curry shooting from the parking lot. Yep. Yeah. He's not, he, he shot 42% from three as a senior. Wow. Which is stupid. That's gross. He's no Pete Maravich, but that's pretty good. Yeah. He needs, he's no pistol. He's solid. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> Unfortunately. He broke that mustache in some dimly lit gym that didn't have any AC. and Guy. Like, or some random, I can't even think of a city. Good grief. I was, like, I was trying to think of something else. Salt Lake like City. <laughs> you guys playing a pickup game with the, the founder of Promise Keepers. He was playing a pickup game with the founder of Promise Keepers and died. Oh, <laughs> a bunch of Mormons. Wait, I just, can I ask a real quick question? Completely yep. unrelated. Yeah. Perfect. Because you guys are all hilarious, and I'm, I would, I'm sure you've probably already talked about it, but give me a quick recap if you did. 
What did you guys think about that, that uh, Will Smith? Line? I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say Bro. it. I think it's staged. We led the program with it. We talked eight, it eight minutes on it. Aaron thinks it was staged with this tinfoil hat over there. Yeah, I'm tinfoil yeah. hat. That's staged. Oscars was ha- was losing. They were losing viewership rapidly. And then I think it's staged because Chris Rock didn't back up or anything. That's my argument. You would if you saw a guy much larger mm, than you after you completely trashed, trashed his wife, Again, the, and he was obviously pissed. You keep saying trashed. He didn't. Chris Rock. If he, want, he made, if he, he made, let he me made be, a joke out of her. Let me be clear. Her medical condition. Let me be clear. Chris Rock is a better comedian than that. I agree. If he was going to trash Jada, Jada Pinkett, he would have trashed it. I know, but it's like he didn't a, trash. It's a dumb cheap shot. It's a, a cheap shot, maybe not a trash. Fair enough. A cheap shot. I'll give you that. Point. I, the reason is because, like, I watched the replay a bunch, just cause mainly just because all the different, like, you know, yeah, memes that came out of it. Everybody was showing it, yeah. But, like, you know, at first he does laugh along with it. And then he, like, looks over at her, and it's like his entire tone changes. Like, I, I don't see that being that, that drastic of a change. Yeah. I, I think, and it's like, if you saw someone coming to you, he had to walk 30, 40 feet, you'd think. And it's like, yeah. you see, it's like, oh, he doesn't look super happy. It's like, hey, whoa, whoa, man, don't worry about it. Do something like that. You don't just sit there and wait for him to get right up to you. I'm going to be honest, man. It was the Oscars. No one was expecting to get hit. Yeah, but it's also the Oscars where everybody in there are world-class actors. If it were like the Grammys or the CMAs or something, I'd be like, yo, that was real. Because then it's a bunch of country boys hitting each other. But it, this is what these people do. The Grammys and the CMA seem like a better place for something like that. Because Who else here has been slapped? It, it makes sense. Anyone else been slapped? I feel like I feel I've like never been it slapped. was. I feel I've like, been slapped. <laughs> no, a couple I times have. actually. Nice, I have not. Trauma bond. I just, that bad. I just say I say it was a real reaction. It just I say everything that happened was real. I just say it was an inauthentic reaction by Will Smith trying to save face. I don't think that's what he would have normally done. I think it was he had gotten up and started walking and he had to do something. I think it's because he's in an open relationship and he's scared if he doesn't be the cool husband that stands up for his wife, then his wife's going to go home with somebody else because she's allowed to. Well, that makes so much more sense now. I didn't understand at all all these things on social media about like her, you know. Yeah. That's what the jam podcast. There's a certain I won't say it on the podcast, but a certain c word that people were throwing around. That's why. But like, so that's actually oh my god. Right? It's like maybe he's trying to be macho and trying to keep. If I'm giving you, if I'm giving you, these are this is a little bit of backstory. So in the last like two to three years, Jada Pinkett and Will Smith's relationship has been like very public, especially like because of COVID. So we didn't have much. So they have a, um, so they have this, or Jada and like her family has this thing called Red Table Talk, which I think is on Facebook. And there was one it's incident, house, but it's way, there was, yeah. there was one incident where a couple years ago, um, uh, I guess he's R&B or hip hop. I don't know. I don't really listen to him, but, uh, artist August Alcina came out was like, yeah, me and Jada Pinkett had like a whole relationship and. Uh, like he was at their house because he's really good friends with Jaden and a whole lot of stuff. So then that came out. So then Will Smith and Jada 
on the red table talk went and sat down and talked about the whole issue. And then it became just a whole thing. Jada was like, it wasn't an affair, it was an entanglement. Whole lot of <laughs> whole lot of like yada yada, yada yada. So then so then like if you've seen the Will Smith crying face meme, like that came from that. Um, so like there's a whole lot that's been happening. Then Jada has been speaking very publicly on their relationship and like talking about different stuff like and Jada it Jada open. Jada No, so not even being open, like before Will Smith and Jada got together, Jada Smith was in Jada Pinkett was in love with Tupac Shakur. Right. Like they are childhood Fact. friends yeah. and there was a lot of insecurity there from Will Smith on that end. And then there had always Makes been sense. like there had always been like the open the open relationship joints has been going on at least for like twelve years. Yeah, for a so long we, time. We've yeah, already yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's already been more or less like in the public eye. Right. So I feel like so Will Smith just he wrote his autobiography last year. He came out. It's a great read, by the way, if you uh need something to read. Um but he spoke a lot on his like insecurities as like being the nice guy and letting a whole lot of stuff go and not standing up. So one of the takes you can have here is like, yo, somebody came after my wife and is like, for the first time, I'm actually going to like have some backbone where I stand on it is he acted, he acted out like if he, cause he is not only that he slapped him is like, then he came, you know, keep my wife's name out your effing mouth. The whole thing, the whole thing to me would have been, he could have done, Chris Rock could have made, made that same joke. If Will Smith walks up to Chris Rock and Chris Rock leans in, and Will Smith deadpan like leans in his ear and says the same thing, but even if he didn't hear quietly, it, if we didn't but hear like it, you know he, was he would like, whisper to if yeah. he whispered to him, keep my wife's name out your effing That's almost mouth. worse. Yeah. And and that right there, I was like, that would have been that would have been the reaction. But for him to like slap him, I was like, that's why I felt it was like this was just a real thing, but not a not an authentic thing. That's not what Will really wanted to do. It just was like, I think it just came out once he got to the top. Because he, like, walked up there and planted his feet. It wasn't like walk, 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 and, like, in mid-step slap. It was like walk, walk, plant, right. plant, that's what slap. I'm that's I was what like, makes it feel I was like, so that's why I feel like it's inauthentic, not staged. Yeah. Because Chris Rock didn't think he was getting hit. Chris Rock did not. Chris Rock woke up yesterday. Huh? This would be a great topic. Like, yeah, I, I just Chris really Rock. Would be. <laughs> Chris Rock did not wake up yesterday morning thinking Will Smith is gonna smack this. Like, shit oh yeah, I gotta re- remember that my cue. You know, I gotta, I gotta remember that Will Smith is gonna smack the taste out of me. Like, <laughs> and and I'm sure Will Smith woke up that morning not thinking, hmm, I don't think I'm gonna slap the taste out of Chris Rock. Like, I don't think that was a thing. And I because and and Chris Rock's reaction is part of why Will Smith's speech, like after he won, was part why I was just like, ah, I, Will Smith made a mistake. Will I just Smith, think it's Will glorified Smith, improv. He made a reaction. He reacted and made a mistake. You know, both sides, I, I see both sides for sure. It, it's, I, I honestly didn't know all the backstory, so that's a lot to digest in general. Oh, yeah. But yeah. It, man, I just like, I, I, separate topic, but if you're a guy or a woman, like who, whoever you are, and you are with someone. I mean, heck, you could you could be a gay man, you could be a gay woman, like yeah. whoever your person is. Yeah, like, many others, apparently. Yeah. If you're open, I, I don't get it. I've never understood it. No. I've got a few friends that say they do it, and it's just like I, I don't think I'll ever be able to understand it. It doesn't work. No. Right. You're yeah. taking something, even if you take like the obviously you know the biblical side of it. Like if you take even if you, even if you take that out of it, it's like. 
even from like a secular point of view, it's like, yeah. how, how did this even come close to working? Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah it has, I mean, it is obviously biblical, but it like, it's also just, it's pragmatic. I don't even know yeah. if that's the right word. I mean, like, it doesn't work. Literally yeah, one man, one woman has a 50% divorce rate. Just straight yeah, up. People just, actually trying to It's been that way it. for a long time. People trying to do it. One in two. One in two marriages end in divorce, which mm-hmm. is wild. Wild. And that's what yeah. people try. That's that's even like, that. The I think that stat stays the same amongst believers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that, yeah. that's a universal stat. So it's like, yeah. yeah. So people could get married with the best of intentions and don't stay together. So then you get married and now you got a whole lot of openness. And I, uh, now again, I'm gonna give, I will give you this. You both are, for Jada and Will, both were basically sex symbols throughout a large portion of your career. So sure. I'm sure that the temptation and the 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 things that they face are going to be much different from what we'll face. But sure. but yeah, That's open true. marriage open marriage in that sense just makes me feel like you guys just should just like co-parent or something. Like just don't be in a marriage. Just be single. You make it harder than it needs to be. Yeah, be single, and you know if y'all like each other like that, y'all can be pretty consistent. But once you put like. It, well, essentially, an open marriage basically is a mockery to, like, all of those people who can't get married, like, from a legal standpoint, where it's like, oh, I would love to just be with one person, but, like, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett can, you know, can, in their heterosexuality, basically be with whoever they want to and still get all, like, the legal and uh, medical benefits of marriage, so it's like, that's not fair. Yeah. That's a, I mean, keep it, keep it going, Justin. You, you're on, you're on right. I, I'm, this, this is... It's just it's a whole thing. I mean, they the they they embody like I think for a long time like especially in the black community like Will Smith and Jada Pinkett embodied like love in its totality. Sure. And then once once you got like a glimpse behind the curtain and saw that like oh yeah no it's not this uh it's not it's this crazy yeah it's not this crazy thing where it's like these these are this is the perfect couple and we're finding out more and more but they but I will give them this as far as celebrities being married to each other they seem to be doing a better job than a lot or they've lasted longer they, I'll say they've lasted longer I'll say they've lasted longer yeah I'll give you that he did just slap Chris Rock on live he slapped TV. Chris Rock but, on live TV which so, which again the bigger question I mean, here is I just need a, I, I need a Chris Rock interview personally yeah definitely that's what we that's need happening. like because I'm like Chris yo you you cause he cause Chris Rock is in a place where like yo you just gotta salt it on national TV for, right, for the whole like, world wait, you can press you can press charges like like he has a a very legal he okay, has a very legal say, option here if that happens it's 100% I'm real. out it's real yeah yeah. Well, hey, Trent, this has been good. Uh, what, an, we, what an app. We need to wrap this one because we got a buttered life to get to. Next week. There you go. Yeah, for next week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got you. But uh, this has been uh, enlightening. This is a good one here, boy. As we got say. A lot to digest. Yeah. Lot to digest. Go, go, uh, that's what you, that, go that, devils. That gent, no. Get out of here. Get, what? Get out of here. Huh. Yuck. I'm sorry. Yuck. Dude, he, yeah, he's an android guy. Give him a break. <laughs> wow. Yuck. I know darn well to your wife and your daughter who they're cheering for, so yeah. let's, let's, be, let's all be real with each other here. Thank you. We don't love no devils over here. Truth big, time. Big Caleb Love, Leaky Black. The Love Machine, uh, baby. Yeah. Big fans. Oh, uh, um, freaking Louie. <laughs> all right, man. Hey, have a good night.
And uh, thanks for joining the Jam Podcast. Yeah. Good night, brother. Yeah, bro. Miss you. Man, what a Good guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah, man. That dude um, gets it. That's a, that's, a, that's a deep thinker right there. Yeah. This has been uh, an episode. It's yes. quite an episode. Also, this NC State. Oh, wow. This is embarrassing. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Ah, that, 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 that. Oh, you had to sell ads. Yeah, you're right. Until next time. Yeah. Wow. Thanks for joining the Jam Podcast. Bring your bread. Break yeah, bread. make sure to check out the uh, the Buttered Network, the mm-hmm. Buttered po- Buttered Podcast. What yeah. is it called? The uh, Buttered, the buttered Life. Yeah, Buttered Life. Part of, ah. part of the spreadable network. Yeah, thank we'll you. work on it. All right, we'll talk to you next time. Wow. Peace. Thank you.